I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Who does that remind you of? SpongeBob. like three spongebob songs still memorized to this day bring it around town (laughs) around town that's one the only one besides i'm ready that i remember because spongebob wasn't really my childhood it was like the tail end of my childhood i remember being really embarrassed to watch spongebob because i really liked it but i was in sixth grade when it was popular so i felt like that was inappropriate for me (laughs) and then i was too i went to a popular girl's house because we were working on a project together and she was watching spongebob and she was like i love this show it's so funny and i never felt embarrassed ever again that was me with arthur i would come home every day after school and watch Arthur. And I never told a single soul. This is the first time I'm admitting that publicly. So you're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) I was waiting for some kind of recognition or like some sort of, you don't have to be embarrassed about that, Morgan. No, no, no. Arthur is, Arthur is the most embarrassing thing, but I, I mean, that's like wishbone. It's like saying you used to enjoy watching wishbone. I love it. I mean, I'm so happy. I story wishbone. What is the story, Wishbone? Listen, I was an embarrassing child. I'm not even going to lie. I was an embarrassing teenager. I'm still, I'm an embarrassing adult, <laughs> big adult. I, there is no end to the embarrassment that I face every single day. But you know what? I own it now. Um, if Arthur were still on TV, I would watch it. He kind of was trending for a while as a meme with his fist, you know? Yes. So, yes. so it was redemption. Exactly. Redemption Tour 2023. Um, Guys, welcome back, by the way, to another episode of Park Snobs. We are so excited about this episode because it's one of our favorite kinds of episodes to do. We are going to talk about food. What's better than food? Nothing. Nothing is better than food. And this time, it's going to be Jordan's perfect day of eating at... Hollywood Studios, aka MGM. It will forever be MGM to me. I don't care how much time has passed. And Hollywood Studios might be the better name, but in my heart, in my head, it's it's MGM. Well, when Hollywood Studios was first revealed as the name, we were really, really upset. Now I feel like it works, but yeah, it, it's also MGM to me. Yeah, I mean, like my natural inclination now is to call it Hollywood Studios. I struggled with that for a really long time and kind of fought against it and was like the defiant contrarian child who didn't want to call it anything else but what it was truly, which is MGM. But whatever, it works. Before we dive in to the episode, I want to talk about some news. Uh, There's a lot going on in the park universe. Um, An article was released yesterday about how Disney will spend 17 billion, the one, the 17 billion that we discussed a few episodes back on a Disney World expansion um, and upgrades, obviously. The tagline read, forget politics. Disney has to fend off Comcast's Universal Studios Epic Universe theme park, which opens in 2025. So 
first, right off the bat, they're talking about how Disney needs to spend this $17 billion to compete with the park that is nipping at its heels, Universal Studios. How do we feel about this? It's a no-brainer. You and I have been saying this for so long. Universal is pulling ahead. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's so it, – Disney used to exist in its own little bubble, and no matter what, everyone would call Disney the best. Now I feel like it's a complete toss-up, um, and the creators at Universal are just so innovative, and they have Harry Potter. And I'm sorry, but Harry Potter, in my opinion, is like the greatest fan base. Um, so yeah, so I feel like obviously they need to compete. The question is – how are they going to compete? Are they just going to do renovations and a few more rides? Are they just going to do the Magic Kingdom expansion? Are they potentially going to create a new park? In my opinion, they need a new park, but I also want them to make a new park. So I'm a little biased. What do you think? I I would love it. Obviously, I would love that. But this article does dive a bit deeper. And by the way, I do think the author of this article probably listens to, po- to Park Snobs <laughs> because <laughs> not only do we have a massive audience, um, but they mention a lot of the stuff that we've discussed already. What I thought was really cool was they said that Disney is keeping a lot of things under wraps because they don't want to show their hand to Universal. I love this internal conflict that I envision going on between like the Imagineers and the creators at Universal. Like I love that little competitive edge that I imagine happens between them and they don't want to show each other like what they're working on. It's like secret laboratory pinky in the brain type stuff. So first which of all, one, which was- one would be pinky and which one would be the brain? Disney's the brain. I mean, Disney, we, we just said universal is the better park at this point, but if we're talking, you know, historically, Disney's the brain, come on. Um, but Disney parks chairman, Josh DeMauro came out and said that the upgrade would include a new star tours attraction. So this is what the 17 billion is going to be spent on. He didn't say everything, but he did say a few things, a new star tours attraction, which we could have assumed anyway, that would probably happen. Star tours was a classic. You can't just do away with star Wars, star tours. So New Star Tours attraction, um, the ongoing overhaul of Epcot, which again, not a surprise. Um, And then Tiana's Bayou Adventure, which that has already started. But he also did say two Blue Sky projects, one of which we know is the Beyond Big Thunder expansion, which if you haven't listened to it already, guys, we did a very extensive episode on what we know so far about the Beyond Big Thunder expansion. And it also includes, or one of the other Blue Sky projects that he mentioned was the replacement of Dinoland USA. Jordan, I know you're so upset about this. Um, with Moana and Zootopia. If you guys don't know, Jordan is a huge fan of Dino Land. It's the only reason she goes to Disney now. Yeah. Um, I really want them to create another Dino Land carnival area where there are just really cheap and colorless rides. I think that would be super fun. Um, no, obviously I'm really excited to get rid of Dino Land and to see, you know, Moana and Zootopia move in. Here's the thing. Zootopia could be a huge land in one of the Disney parks. I love that movie. And when you actually pay attention to the movie as well as the cartoon series, which the kids love, um, 
there is so much to work with. There are so many visual elements, like the rainforest area, the Arctic area, the you know little town area. Um, there are so many cool different towns and cities within Zootopia. They could create an amazing area out of this, like we're seeing in one of the abroad Disney parks. Um, I, I still feel like they're playing it safe. Like we already know all of this. You need to give us more. This is not enough. These are exciting things, but it's just in my opinion, we're about to go to Epic Universe, which is going to have five different new lands and like a ton of different rides. Um, And at this point, Disney, if you tell us one or two things that you're planning that aren't anticipated or aren't already leaked and out there, what is Universal going to do at this juncture to change their plans for Epic Universe? It's not like you're going to come out and say, oh, we're doing this massive project and Universal is going to be like, oh, we got to pivot to meet Disney's amazing plans for this $17 billion growth. You know what I mean? And so what do you have to lose at this point by giving Disney fans a little something, something? You know what I mean? It's just weird And it makes me think that they don't know yet and they're waiting for Universal before they kind of like make their move, which I don't like. I think that's how you play defense. And I would love to see Disney get back on offense for a little bit. Um, Another bit of news at Universal, Minions is taking over an entire street at Universal Studios. If you're a Minions fan like we are, this is so exciting. It will include an all new attraction, which will be called Villain Con, the Villain Convention Oh my God, I'm so stoked. And a Minions restaurant, Jordan said it looks like a bakery. I imagine all they'll serve is bananas. Um, What do you think, Jordan? I'm so excited about this. I'm so excited. The Villain Con ride looks like it may be Men in Black vibes. So maybe we're zapping some villains with some... um, You know, free... Like that freeze gun that Gru uses all the time. Um, And the bakery, honestly, it kind of looks like in the first few scenes of the original Despicable Me movie, it kind of looks like where he uses the freeze gun to get ahead and grab, what is it, coffee or pastries. Um, so I I don't know. This looks like the happiest place on earth. Sorry, Disney. It looks like Minions is officially the happiest place on earth. <laughs> I imagine it would be. I mean, how do you look at Minions and not be like, I want to stay here for the rest of my life? Like, how do you not feel that way about those little guys. I'm obsessed. Um, And then last but not least, this is very, uh, I don't want to know. I don't know if I want to say it's upsetting. It's not surprising. But after a little over a year of being in operation, Disney is officially shutting down Galactic Star Cruiser Adventure, the hotel, the Star Wars hotel. Um, Why is this? I mean, $6,000 for two nights. I know that there are a bunch of Star Wars fans out there. um, But in order to stay here, not only do you have to spend a ton of money, and we know that Disney is already expensive enough, but you also are kind of expected to participate in some of the experiences at the hotel. And realistically, I just feel like this eats away at your day. You're not even going to really get a get out and enjoy the parks as much. So in my opinion, I just think it was poor planning. And honestly, the idea was so cool and the place looked great. 
Um, I think the expectations for the guest were too high. And you can't expect anything from the guest. They want to come. They want to have fun. They want to chill. They want to come home to a place, you know, at night that's really cool and exciting to wake up in um, that makes them feel enveloped in the Disney experience. So in my opinion, they just expected too much from us. It's like... Okay, I get it. If you're a Star Wars fan, you go for two days, spend six grand, have this amazing Star Wars fully immersive experience, but that's all you're doing. You're not going to the parks. You're not really doing anything else with your time because you're in this fully immersive, interactive hotel experience, right? And so not only are you doing that for two nights and and dropping six grand, but if you want to enjoy the parks in any way, you're staying an extra few days at another hotel and spending time at the parks, time and money on top of the six grand that you already spent to stay at the Galactic Star Cruiser Adventure Hotel. So like, I know that there are tons of Star Wars fans out there, but I think Disney grossly overestimated what they were willing to spend um, and the demand for, for that kind of experience. So I want to jump right in because uh, I'm already thinking about food and it's almost dinner time and Jordan just like set me up to be super hungry for my dinner tonight. Okay. Are you ready? I am going to walk you through the perfect day of eating at Hollywood Studios, in my opinion. Now, before I get started, I want you to imagine that this is the hungriest you've ever been because there's a lot of food I want to talk about. And so we are going to pretend like we are getting two snacks throughout the day and we are actually going to three restaurants to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. So first... If I'm going with the family, I am kicking things off at the Character Breakfast Buffet at Hollywood and Vine. Um, What I like about this buffet, first and foremost, is that the characters are different. It's Disney Junior characters. So I kind of think this would be really cute. My kids do watch some, you know, Disney Junior shows. Um... And so I think this would be a really unique experience. They're usually expecting to see Mickey and Minnie and Goofy and Donald. But um, this time I think it would be really fun for them to – for it to, you know, switch up and for them to meet some new characters. Um, you know, they have classic food options here, pancakes, waffles, eggs, and sausage. I don't think the food is necessary anything necessarily anything to write home about, um, but I – I also am not a big breakfast person. Like, I don't know how you feel, but I kind of feel like breakfast is about sustenance and just getting me through the day, giving me energy. I recently gave up caffeine and I'm realizing like food in the morning matters a lot. Psycho. I know. Psycho. It's really rough. Um, I just woke up from an hour nap. Um, (laughs) I will get there. But yeah, in my opinion, I feel like this is the best way to do breakfast for me, which is a fun experience. Eat all the food you want because we're about to have a really long and, you know, pretty fun jam-packed day. What do you think? I like it. Um, I have never had like a sit-down breakfast at Hollywood Studios. We always go in, grab a pastry, grab some coffee and get our day started. So, um, but I understand wanting to do like three sit down meals, especially if we're doing the absolute most, which is what this episode's about. Um, 
really trying to hit the most spots and get, um, you know, a variety of culinary experiences at Hollywood Studios. So I totally get it. Um, who are Disney Junior characters? Like who who are you seeing at this breakfast? Because I don't have kids. I, I don't watch Disney Junior shows. I have no clue who that involves. So <laughs> well, Vampirina is definitely one of them that I think I've seen her big purple head bobbing around. Fancy Nancy, Roadster Goofy, and Doc McStuffins. Um, Vampirina is pretty, you know, she's like that purple vampire chick that everyone knows and loves. Um, Ryder, the the one Ryder actually really likes is Doc McStuffins because he's the only one I've ever heard of. He's the only one I've heard of. She. (laughs) She. Exactly. See, here's the thing. Um, I have no idea who these characters are and I don't know that I want to know. So I'm crossing this one off my list. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. She, she's the doctor to her stuffed animals. It's as Morgan. It's cute. (laughs) No, you're right. That is cute. Actually. It's actually really sweet. Um, but that being said, like, I'll be honest. I would rather see a Muppets breakfast, right? Why can't we have a Muppets breakfast? Did they entirely do away with the existence of the Muppets at Hollywood Studios? I feel like they're – no, but I feel like they're running from them, which is crazy. They did just come out with a Disney Plus show um, about the Muppets, and it's really good. I'm actually on episode four. I don't know why I'm enjoying it this much. Like, we liked the Muppets growing up a lot, but I don't feel – I never felt like we had some, like, unusual attachment to them. I felt like we liked the, you know, the little show in Hollywood Studios, and we watched a few Muppet movies, but we really weren't crazy Muppet heads. (laughs) Listen, Jordan, the Great Muppet Caper is the best piece of cinematic – elegance I have ever seen in my life. And if right. you disagree with me, I I don't know that you're my sister. Like I might disown you. The Great I, Muppet Caper. What was the other one? <laughs> I don't disagree with you, but I will say, speaking of the, what, what you just remembered it. I thought I did, but I forgot it again. What was oh, it? The other Muppet movie? I mean, there are a lot of Muppet movies. Was it just the Muppet movie? The Muppet Movie, The Muppets Take Manhattan, The Muppet Christmas Carol, Muppet Treasure Island. No, it was just The Muppet Movie. It was just The Muppet Movie. Okay, so I said it, but I didn't realize that that was the actual title. Those are the only two that I ever liked. Great Muppet Caper. But you're you're right. We weren't like Jim Henson loving Muppet heads. <laughs> no, we weren't Mupp heads by any <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. But honestly, this show like is pulling at my heartstrings. I actually really, really enjoy it. Um, so yeah, I think the the general vibe is we need to change this. I think Disney Junior characters, like that's sweet and cute. But like I said, Ryder only really likes one of those shows. Why don't we make it a, a Muppet breakfast? In my opinion, that would be I don't know. That would be a lot more fun. I feel like the kids would be like really excited about it. And I feel like everyone knows who the Muppets are. Like you said, not everyone knows the Disney Junior characters. Yeah. And I mean, listen, I understand Disney is for the kids. We all love the kids, right? But like, let's make it 
simultaneously enjoyable for the adults too. And nothing hits home for a millennial adult like nostalgia. So let's bring back the Muppets. Hollywood Studios, stop trying to kill them off. That's Muppet side. It's rude. Muppet side. Don't commit Muppet side. Okay. My other option for breakfast, if I wanted to do just a really fast, quick service, this one actually sounds better to me as far as, you know, food goes. Um, Woody's Lunchbox. It's a quick service, obviously located in the Toy Story Land area. Their breakfast bowls look fantastic. Picture this, potato barrels, those are tater tots, uh, smoked brisket country gravy, scrambled eggs, and green onions. The pictures are beautiful. Give me that all day, every day. That sounds incredible. Yeah, that one sounds a lot better to me. The only thing is I don't like the idea of walking to Toy Story Land first thing in the morning. Mm. Um, Also, it's so hectic and crowded there. Ryan and I have talked about this before. Did they just make the walkways like purposefully narrow so no one wants to be there? It's so surprising to me because when I expected so much more from Toy Story Land, I really did. I thought it was going to be a lot bigger than it actually is. And it feels like they just kind of punted on that one. It doesn't make a ton of sense to me. They had to know that it would be one of the most popular places in that entire park. I mean, Toy Story is a storied franchise. Kids go hard for yeah. Toy Story. So how do you not make that at least double the size of what it is? I know that they have the ability to like take from some areas. I mean, Hollywood Studios has ba- has made a good portion of their park obsolete. So like figure out the spacing, you know? I totally agree. It feels like everything in Hollywood Studios is smushed. And mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, like Star Wars, Star Wars feels smushed. Um Obviously, Toy Story Land, like we just talked about, feels like old school MGM is the only thing that's, you know, that feels a little bit more spacious and a little more breathable. I mean, Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror are arguably like the most popular rides there with the exception of, you know, Star Wars. Um, But that area never feels too claustrophobic in my opinion. So I don't know. I just feel like they just – I feel like they're trying to stuff a lot of things in there and they're not really – thinking about the crowds. I think that before Disney became a park that was separated, well, Magic Kingdom has always been separated by like quote unquote lands, right? Tomorrowland, Fantasyland, whatever. But the other parks with the exception of the World Showcase have not really been separated by lands per se. And so they tried to bring in this land concept into Hollywood Studios when the spacing was never designed to be separated, you know, by section, like segmented off like that. So they're trying to work within the confines of what's already existed and what they, you know, haven't gotten rid of yet and what they're planning to make. And it just doesn't, it's not conducive to what already existed there. I agree. I also feel like they, once they announce plans, they really want to produce the plans. They really want to make the land as quickly as possible. And so we honestly end up with this really fast paced project. So in order to get it done, I feel like they have to minimize their goals for that area. So um, this is why they need a fifth park my personal opinion. Um, Okay. So to finish it off, if I am going to Woody's Lunchbox, I'm also going to get a Lunchbox tart. That's like those, you know, pop tarts that are obviously really like the homemade version of the pop tart. Yes, totally. 
looks so good. Um, and then I'm going to swing by Joffrey's. I will not be getting a chai tea latte because I'm not having caffeine. Can't you just for one day? Just well, for I mean, one day. I probably – obviously, I'm going to drink caffeine again. I came off of it this time just because it was making me feel really anxious. Um, so I came off of it. I'm going to eventually have it again. But – Yes, I would probably get like a chai tea latte, let's be honest, and maybe a birthday donut. <laughs> Definitely a birthday donut. Again, Might this is well. go hard and then go home and puke. So eat that's, everything. That's my motto. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so now moving on, the snack before lunch, either tachos, I think is how you pronounce them, like tater tot nachos at Woody's Lunchbox. So if I'm not getting that option for breakfast, I'm going to do the lunch slash snack version, um, the tachos, and I'm going to get everything on it, including the queso, except if it comes with bacon bits, I do not want that um, because I hate bacon. (laughs) Again, I'm going to say it. Psycho. Well, that's nicer than what I thought you were going to say. If I'm in the mood for something sweet, I'll be honest with you. All of the snack options at Hollywood Studios are sweet. You know, and I am personally, I think I I prefer salt. And then at the end of eating a lot of salt, I want something sweet, like a little something. I'm not one of those people who wants to go all in on the sweets. However, Ryan and I got this, not this last trip, but the trip before. We went to the Oasis Canteen and we got the funnel cake with a slab of ice cream on top. <laughs> Yum. And it was so good because they're so warm and they're just – we walked by the stand and we both looked at each other and we were like, did you just smell funnel cake? And we immediately turned around and got the funnel cake. It was so, so, so good. We told you and mom we were going to the bathroom. <laughs> Rude. Wait, well, this we was on the trip I was with you on? Yeah, we went to the bathroom, but then we smelled the funnel cake. And then you ate it all so you didn't have to share it? Yes. Wow. I don't think I can do this podcast with you anymore. At least I'm being honest. I thought you I would appreciate that. I have never felt such a deep betrayal in my life. I think we you told you. Tom Sandoval to my Ariana Maddox. When we came back, we said that we got the funnel cake and you were mad. Yeah, like I am right now. That tracks. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Okay, so I don't know if you're going to agree with my order of where I'm eating lunch and where I'm eating dinner. I already know you know where I'm going, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if you'll agree with me on why I'm going where I'm going. Um, So for lunch- I know what I would do. Okay. For lunch, I'm actually going to my favorite restaurant, even though I typically like to go to my favorite restaurant at night. I feel like- My explanation for this will make sense. I am going to the sci-fi diner for lunch. That's what I would do. Okay, good. Because here's the thing. It feels like night inside. And so why would you go there at night? At night. Yeah. Exactly. You want to go there at lunch so it gives like a new ambiance. You get a break from the day. It's more exciting for the kids at that point to go because they know it's midday and all of a sudden it's dark and they can't – they don't know any better. They're like – they think it's magic. So it's so – I always go there for lunch. It's my favorite. Well, mostly because we eat dinner at Epcot, but I love eating lunch there. 
I think I'm going to start switching it up, but I actually think instead of going to Epcot every night, I'm going to go to Hollywood Studios one night. So instead of going to Epcot three nights, I'll go there twice, and then I'll go to Hollywood Studios one night, um, and hopefully we can live out this this dream of mine. Because um, I'm always going to park hop. There's no way I'm not going to park hop. Um, I can't. I feel like if I went to one park for an entire day, the next time, you know, the next day I wake up and I go to a different park, I would already be missing the other park and I would know you can't go back there. You are, you only went for one day. So I'm always going to park hop. Um, but I definitely think that I'm now interested in, you know, going to Hollywood studios at night and not just going to Epcot. Um, but I'm going to sci-fi diner. I'm getting fried pickles. Duh. With ranch, but I'm duh kind of confused because they had plant-based ranch on no. the menu. Mm-mm. But I always remember the ranch was really good. So did they switch it or was it always plant-based ranch and we didn't know it? I'd have to check Disney Food Blog just to be sure, but they had to have switched. They had to have switched it in recent years. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. If they don't have original ranch, I feel like that's an assault on all Texans. Just slip one in your boots that day and bring it on into the park. <laughs> no one no one would suspect a thing. Just pulling packets of old ranch out of my boots. <laughs> no, oh, bring a whole bottle. You're gonna need it. <laughs> Ew. What if I what if I showed up to the parks and I was wearing cowboy boots and a cowboy hat and I like lifted up my cowboy hat and there was a bottle of ranch sitting on my head and then I just pulled like tons of ketchup packets out of my boots? would you even think like would you even think differently or would you be like oh it's another day in the life of Jordan I did you see me bat an eye just now as you were explaining that because typical no especially the ranch bottles standing on your head under your cowboy (laughs) I didn't mean it would be standing straight up but I like that more (laughs) I really think it needs to be standing straight up I think that's the only way the it. best part is it wouldn't be Hidden Valley because everyone knows that ranch is awful Trash. unless you do the homemade version of the Hidden Valley. So it would be like a home – it would be like a like a bottle from home. You know those mixing bottles mom um, used to always make the ranch in? No, just put it in a mason jar. Put it in a mason jar, slap that cowboy hat on your head, and then walk mosey on into the park. <laughs> <laughs> they will not even bat an eye at security. They'll be like, Jordan's back. <laughs> We're Texan, y'all. This is how the it ranch goes. smuggler. <laughs> that just the, the great mouse or sorry, the, the great Muppet Caper and the Ranch Smuggler. That's gonna be the second <laughs> the second movie. It's coming the great out. Muppet Caper. The case of the ranch smuggler. That's what it is. You're always better at this stuff than me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Speaking English? Yes. (laughs) Yes, actually. Um, So I would be getting the fried pickles with OG ranch or homemade ranch. Um, A classic American burger, but honestly just plain. Like plain with cheese. So a cheeseburger. Um, Because I'm not – I don't eat fancy burgers. Um, I will say I got a burger there last time. I think it was like their bar- barbecue burger or something. I can't remember. And it was actually really good. So their specialty burgers are awesome. Yeah. And then I'm going to get an Oreo milkshake. They have plant-based milkshakes. I'm out. 
And if you're in, that's fine, but I'm out. I think it just means like it's made with almond milk um, or like coconut, coconut milk, ice or cream. Something. Yeah. Um, which I'm fine with. But if you want like a rich milkshake experience, I'm not going plant based. You know me. I'm like I'm like if I get a Dr Pepper, I get like the the real thing. I don't get like a diet Dr Pepper. If I'm gonna have something sugary, I'm like might as well go all in. I'm not a bit. I don't need a bunch of sugar. In fact, if I got a milkshake, I'd probably have like four sips. But I, I go for the real stuff personally. So anyway. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I would be eating. Sci-Fi Diner is my favorite place um, to eat in Hollywood Studios. It's maybe my favorite restaurant in all of Disney World. It just has all the nostalgia. I'm a big classics movies person, although I didn't watch like the horror films of the 40s. Um but it, it just feels – I don't know. It's just so happy and they have like the commercials for the concession stands. You really feel like you're in a different world at a different time. It For me, it's the nostalgia in there. I mean we have been eating there since we were kids and the menu changes and it gets better or if we're talking plant-based, maybe slightly worse. But – the things that are great about that place have remained the same over the years, which is the ambiance, the whole concept. It's just second to none. And I agree. I think it's got to be my top one or two at Disney World in its entirety. Also, people used to give it a lot of flack and say they didn't have good food, but they really do. They changed their menu several years ago. Um, and the food is actually really, really good. I remember as a kid, I always got spaghetti there and I never, ever liked it, but it was still my favorite place to go. Their food for kids has really improved as well. So if you haven't been there, you are missing out. Go there immediately. It is one of my favorite spots. Their onion rings are great too. Listen, if you're one, if you can't do fried food, skip it. Skip the entire place because their best foods are fried. I mean, most uh, best foods yeah. are fried. You're right. You're right. Um, so after I leave there, I'm going to walk around, hopefully feel a little bit better within a few hours, and I'm going to get the Bavarian pretzel at Baseline Tap House with beer cheese, probably for my snack. Now, this thing is I, the size of my head. I'm literally – I'm so hungry right now. I am so hungry right now. This is killing me. You just had to say with beer cheese, didn't you? You just had to. I, yeah, I did. <laughs> but I I did not mention the spicy mustard it also comes with because I think that sounds gross. Just I'm not a, mus a mustard person at all. <laughs> You're um, not a mustard head. I'm not <laughs> – I'm, I'm not a mustard head. I'm not a mup head. I'm not a mustard head. <laughs> um. But I, I just think the pretzel, it's huge. It's literally like the size of my face if I were also wearing my cowboy hat with the ranch underneath it. It's like the size of all of that. <laughs> Are you okay? That's another case that the ranch would come in handy, by the way. <laughs> ranch goes ranch is good on everything, honestly. So I'm I recommend smuggling. Which is ranch. why I said bring the whole bottle. Don't just do the packets. You need the whole thing. Don't just do the packets. <laughs> also, are there packets of ranch? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I don't know because uh, I always just have a bottle because, again, ranch is the best. But 
What if I was walking around in my boots and I had all the packets in my shoes and they just started bursting everywhere? Oh my God, that made me gag. <laughs> Ew. I can just just hear the sloshing in your boots. And I'm trying to act cool and I'm trying to pretend like there's nothing wrong. Oh my God. (laughs) It's like 99 degrees outside and I have, I literally have like, I don't know, ranch in my boots. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So. The Disney workers are like, ma'am, are you okay? You seem distraught. And you're like, I'm fine. Slosh, slosh, slosh. As you walk away. Oh, why can I picture it so perfectly? Oh, I know. So I'm either getting the Bavarian pretzel or the carrot cake cookie at Trolley Car Cafe. Realistically, I'm probably not getting this cookie, but this is what Hollywood Studios is known for is this carrot cake cookie. Um, I love carrot cake obviously it's like I don't want to say obviously a lot of people don't like carrot cake but I love it um I'm taken back to what is that episode on the office where someone's really mad that there is Kevin mad because it's vegetables and in the cake (laughs) oh yeah yeah (laughs) um I don't feel that way I actually really like carrot cake but to be honest again when it's hot out if I've already gotten you know ice a slab of ice cream on top of a deep fried, what's it called? Funnel cake? Funnel cake. You like how I use my finger to draw a funnel cake on the screen? Uh, <laughs> hey, it worked. You know what I was talking about. If I've already eaten a funnel cake, I'm not getting this cookie because it's just going to be too much sugar. And when it's hot outside, I feel sick when I eat too much sugar. I don't know about you. Um, So Good I'm probably going for the pretzel. You. Really? <laughs> Okay, Regina. Sound like Regina George. <laughs> Judgy. By the way, who would we be if we were mean girls? Would you be Regina or would you be – you would be Regina. Probably. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. Probably. Who would I be? Don't say Karen. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Swing and a miss. Um, okay, last but not least, you know where I'm going for dinner. Do you just want to say it out loud? You are going to the 50s primetime diner for dinner. I am. Actually, I'm not. I'm going to have a picnic inside of the Tower of Terror with Rod Sertling's ghost. (laughs) That's your dream. Ryan, I'm sorry, but I have date night planned. So get out. Get Get out. Get out. It would be candlelit until Rod... Flirtish, flirtatiously, can't even say that word. Flirtatiously blew out the candles. Yeah, the candle <laughs> to play a little trick on me. You're such a Rod Serling head. <laughs> Serling head. We call ourselves Serling heads. Okay. Get it right. Ah, oh, okay. I'm going to the '50s Prime Time Cafe. I here is where I'm ordering the beer battered onion rings. Or I also love, and this, in my opinion, is nostalgia, because even though I never got it, I always saw my mom or my dad getting it. I can't remember who, but someone ordered the iceberg wedge, and mom. it comes with ranch. Was it mom? That's what I thought. Is it plant-based ranch? Morgan, 
It is. I put it in parentheses. Okay. Here's here's the thing, Jordan. I'm bringing the we bottle. Are justifying bringing the bottle in your cowboy hat. We have just made a case for everyone to bring a mason jar of a homemade ranch to Hollywood Studios. Every single time you go, because there are so many instances where this makes sense. The next time we we go, there's going to be like 30% of people are going to be wearing cowboy hats. And we're all <laughs> going to be looking at each other like. And we all, no, 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 this is what's going to happen. You see two cowboy hat dudes walking by each other and slowly they lift their caps. You can <laughs> see the base of their mason jar underneath it. And then they tip their hat at each other and keep walking. <laughs> I can see it so clearly. So can oh I. Gosh. Why do I see Ryan and Jared doing that to each other? And, and Disney's like, I don't know why there's been such an uptick in cowboy hats. And everyone's like, it's because of Toy Story Land. Like, we're just cosplaying Woody. We just love yeah. Woody. No Buzz fans in here. We all love Woody. <laughs> Ugh, which no one ever said because Buzz is by far the better character, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Okay, I am ordering Aunt Liz's Golden Fried Chicken, obviously. Solid choice. Mashed potatoes, gravy. I'm not eating my vegetables. I don't care how much they yell at me. I was just going to say, you are a little bit sadistic for that. You – or I'm sorry. Is it sadistic or masochist? Which, which one of the S&Ms is the one enjoy, that enjoys being <laughs> punished? <laughs> The masochist, I think. Sadistic is yeah. like I'm I'm trying the to hurt others to punish. Yeah. That's yeah, a little yeah. bit of a you're a little bit of a masochist for that if you want, if you enjoy the punishment. Well, um I just don't want veggies. So that's what's gonna happen. Um <laughs> the cost. I'm like the adult who has to have hidden veggies in her food, to be honest. Um yeah. So I will either be getting that or if I'm really, really, really hungry and I skipped the last snack, I might get the sampling of mom's favorite recipes, the chicken, pot roast, and traditional meatloaf. See, um, I always get the pot roast. The pot roast is so good there. I've good. gotten that since I was a kid and not once have I ever swayed from it. Every single time I've eaten there, I've gotten the pot roast. Every yeah. single time. I like the pot roast as well. I just feel like it's, it's just so heavy. It's so heavy. So I feel like, you know, me eating at all these places, probably not going to get the pot roast. They also have a chicken pot pie. So, you know, mm. if it were cold outside, maybe I would do that. But it would have to be cold outside, you know. Yeah, that sounds really good actually. Yeah. So they have a chocolate peanut butter layered cake with ice cream. It's plant-based. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> do you see my face? <laughs> It's ruined the whole experience for me. Um, no, no, no. It's not. Um, here's the thing. The 50s Primetime Cafe is one of those unique places like sci-fi where I feel like they have the amazing atmosphere. It very much feels like our granny's house. Do you remember granny's house? Of course. Really well. Yeah. Um, it feels like that. That's what it feels mm -hmm. like. Um, so – you know, I kind of – it takes you back. It's a different time, a different place, um, but it also has really, really good food. And the food does taste home-cooked. It is so, so, so good. Um, so I love the ambiance. If you put your elbows on the table, they're going to yell at you. But, like, they're going to be nice about it. 
you know? Yeah, it's not like Dick's Last Resort. They don't no. come around and call you names and put hats on your head with curse words. So right. it's like the Disney version of Dick's Last Resort. There you go. Yeah, exactly. The PG version. Um, like I kind of, my, my son can be like a little bit sensitive, I feel like. So I could see him getting a little embarrassed. Um, but once kids pretty quickly learn it's all in good fun. Um, so I think, you know, we went there as kids and I was the same exact way as my son. And I would feel really embarrassed when I did something wrong. And I never felt that way here. So, you know, my parents kind of reassured me. It's just all a part of the experience. It's just so, so, so much fun. I love that the staff here is amazing. The food is great. The ambiance is great. Um, And I think sitting around a table with those miniature TVs at night, maybe near a window, would just be the cherry on top. I love that. I love your entire day. This has been chef's kiss with the exception of that weirdo breakfast you wanted to go to doc mcstuff stuff <laughs> well doc mcstuffins first of all and i forgot to mention you can bring your own ranch it's b-y-o-r oh, <laughs> dip your pancakes in some ranch i was just gonna say because ranch is perfect for breakfast it's it really is mm. actually Tater tots. Wait, that's not breakfast. Tater tots, not breakfast. Hash browns. Hash Hash browns. browns. There we go. That could work. Okay, what'd you think? You liked it? I loved it. I'm so excited to do this for every single part because I love food episodes. Our our grand finale, of course, will be the World Showcase. We'll do like a full day of eating at the World Showcase. But this was a great way to start off the series. And I think you killed it. Thank you. Thank you. You get my approval. I have been waiting my whole life to hear you say those words. (laughs) I know. (laughs) My dreams have come true. My prayers have been answered. You are welcome. There is a God. All right, guys. I had so much fun with you today, Jordan, and I hope you guys enjoyed the episode as well. Do not forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, hit up our new website, and come hit us with Jordan. What is it that they can give us? You guys can give us a five-star review um, because if you don't, we you cannot sit with us, <laughs> and you will have to be sitting at your own table with Doc McStuff Stuff, the knockoff version of Doc McStuffins. So that sounds, sounds nightmare. <laughs> so give us a five-star review, please. And we appreciate you. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you next week for another episode of your favorite podcast, Park Snobs. Do, 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 do.